You're listening to Barbells, Boot Camps, and Banter, the official podcast of athletic-based training. We'll chat all things health, fitness, and probably some shenanigans along the way. I'm your host, Crystal Blank, owner of ABT and part-time Olympic weightlifter. Thanks for tuning in. What's up, what's up, guys? And uh, welcome back to another episode of Barbells, Boot Camps, and Banter. And I got Nicole with me today. Tonight, <laughs> right after a boot camp, um, we have our good friend Jess Mandrick here. Hi, who guys. Just, who just finished up a uh, teddy boot camp. A crazy teddy workout. Crazy teddy workout. It was hot and sweaty. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of running tonight. It, it's weird. Every year around this time, the temperature continues to go right? up. It just people goes up. always It's talk just about like baffling. Like, yeah. how? It's more and more warm. It's weird. It happens every It's every, like it's like it's July. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like a season changed or something. I don't know. <laughs> something, I don't know. You should look into that more. So a good class? Yeah, it was good. It's always good. Yeah. It's always good. Especially like I mean Teddy knows how to vary up workouts, so sometimes it's weight heavy, sometimes it's conditioning heavy. Tonight was a conditioning one. And Teddy's still over there kicking around, so <laughs> but uh so no, that's good. That's good. So you've been uh, you've been hitting the boot camps hard lately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh -oh. yeah, I fell off the wagon a little bit lately. So it's been um, you know with the kids home for from school, mm -hmm. um, it's been a little bit more challenging. Um, five thirty comes real early. Mm -hmm. Five comes real early, and um, just hard to get up these days. Yeah. And that's the only time that I really feel like I can come to class because of being wanting to be home at night with right. the kids so yeah what are the kids doing during the summer during the days so we're bouncing around all over the place <laughs> yeah. um, my daughter Cora she's going to mostly the community use camp in Milford my older son he <laughs> convinced me to let him not go to camp this okay. year Wow um, which I have immediately regretted <laughs> Um, so he, he is going to some specialty camps. So like next week he's going to a coding camp and then he'll do basketball and baseball coding? camp. Yeah. That's fun. Okay. I never went to camps when I was yeah. a kid. He I does did. the specialty never. ones, not like he, he's very much over the day camps. Yeah. So he's doing coding, he's doing basketball and baseball, and then he'll do, um, Cub Scout camp nice. at the end of the summer. So they're yeah. kind of all around though, in and out. It's good. Good to keep them active. I, st I went to a camp. It was like just in Waltham, but it was at this old ski hill, Camp Prospect. Shout out to Camp Prospect. <laughs> um, yeah, we did like everything, archery, yeah. hiking, art, music, all that stuff. It was pretty cool. But For a number of years, they did the YMCA camp in Franklin, oh, which okay. was great. Um, and the, he just is sort of over it now. How old is he? Ten. Um, but next year, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> next year, he will be going to camp every day of the summer. I went to camp grandma grandpa's. <laughs> yeah. You did? And <laughs> sat there and watched TV. <laughs> yeah, we never did any camps. None? No. Never went to any, like, no. Uh, Unless you got, count Disney World as a camp. Yeah, <laughs> we went there. I didn't know if you went to, like, roller skating camps. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, there was no roller skating camps. Can you believe that? Wow. And so I, I made it to I know. I don't know. I should start that. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Ooh, that's they probably good. have it, like, in probably. Hudson, the place in Hudson. No, that's, like, just free skate. We still need to go there. We absolutely do. I Let's was do an um, ABT outing. That's our next, that's one. next one. It was, like, very ABT much. ABT bowl, uh, not bowl of thought. <laughs> Roller derby. Oh, that could get. Ooh, that could be bad. That's the one. The next. That's the next. Write that down. For the next. <laughs> Jess, you in? Next, next I'm already broken, so let's sure. just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. So you know, speaking of summer and doing stuff, what did what did what did you do as a kid? Rewind. Yeah. Um, so my parents own a business, and so they. They run the business, and so because of that, my mom has a little bit had a little bit more flexibility with her schedule. So she was able to bring me here, there, and everywhere as well. So I did a little bit of the rec camps uh, when I was a kid, and I really, really hated them. So that's why I was like very <laughs> sensitive to that when I was sending my kids. And then um, I did some Y camps. Um, we did a lot of camping. When you I was grew a kid. up in this area. I grew up on the South Shore. Oh, okay. It's about 20 miles south of Boston. Okay. What town? Hanover. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So my parents still live there, so we go back and visit occasionally. Yeah. So you're a pub pizza girl? No? <laughs> <laughs> huh? You know, like pub pizza? Like the pub pizza like, is like the style that they have only down there. Like the only place. We, I mean, we grew up with Greek pizza. So okay. Okay. It's similar to Garden. Yeah. Yeah. But they had like town, like pub town. pizza? Pub. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I heard you. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't really know what that is. Are Different really styles. I'm not really from the I'm from Hanover. <laughs> Hanover is like, you know, there's like one pizza place in Hanover. And it was Greek. And it was <laughs> Greek. <laughs> and I worked there when I was there. <laughs> I delivered pizzas for, uh, for a couple of summers. Actually, it was one of the best jobs I've ever had, even up till this day. Yeah. Yeah, because... Think they're still hiring? Uh, maybe. <laughs> and you know what? If they are... Yeah, Sign me up. Well, and because I got to just like cruise around in my car most of the time, listen to my music. and yeah. Back in the day, there was no GPS. Oh, so yeah. it was always like, where am I going? Where I don't going? know where I'm going. Big map on the wall that we had oh, to like yeah. find where we were going. And I don't think I'd do good at that. <laughs> I'm a GPS visual makes person. It easier not now. Like. It's so true. I don't know yeah. any street names by like where no. we live now. Yeah. And I used to know every mm -hmm. everywhere in my hometown yeah. because I delivered pizzas. I've, did, I've lived in Milford my entire life and still don't know half the street names in, in Milford. Yeah, you don't know shit. No, I don't. It's crazy. I don't. It's crazy. Like, go there. I don't, I don't know. Just take that street. <laughs> okay, oh, that somewhere. street. Yeah, that street. It's right next to this one. Yeah. <laughs> go that way <laughs> and then that way. <laughs> I was, I was going to get at, at Nipmuc the other day. Um, he was talking about where he lived. And I was like, so what side do you live on? Like, he's like trying to tell me where. And I was like, so towards Grafton or towards Milford? He's like, that way. <laughs> <laughs> he just pointed. I was like, so towards Grafton. He's like, I think. He had no idea. That's funny. Zero clue. Um, so did you play sports and stuff growing up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so from a very young age, I was always active, always playing. Soccer was my sport of choice from an early age. When I was 10 years old, I wanted to be a professional soccer player. Yeah. Um, played that all through high school. Um, and then I also played softball and basketball up through middle of high school. And then I played intramural softball in college, which was so fun. <laughs> um, and now I've, I still play softball. So yeah. I play in the Upton Women's Softball League. I play mm -hmm. on Monday nights. It's like 
Not for Team thing. ABT, though, right? Not for say. Team ABT, no. I play for the Rose Garden team. Rose Garden's good. Yeah, Rose, Rose Garden and Rose Garden Pizza are, like, head-to-head. -head, yeah. You know, but we, um, and there's some new good teams this year. The Red Rock Grill team is really good. Okay. The Tradesman team is really good. Wow. Yeah, so there's some good teams this year. It's a pretty good competition. But I've been doing that since Cora was an infant, and she's seven now. So I've been doing it for quite some time. That's cool. Yeah, that's and so that's, that's why I stuck with the Rose Garden team, because You've been on it ABT didn't exist. Yeah. The, the team didn't exist. Somebody asked me this year to be on the ABT team, and I was like, no, <laughs> you do not want this playing softball. I'm ready to cut no. people. They don't win. Yeah. No, <laughs> he would have been like, you're out, <laughs> long gone. Well, I call myself the owner, the team owner. I'm not the sponsor. Yeah, there you go. Sponsor. Yeah, no, no, no yeah, you're yeah, owner. Yeah, sure, owner. yeah. yeah. I'm, putting, I'm putting my... Uh, you know, my, my name on the back of the shirts, you better perform. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I went, actually went to the game last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah they're, they're fun. It's, it's, sometimes it can be really competitive. Sometimes it can be just, we're all going out there. It's almost like you know what teams are, like, right? Some right. of the older teams are kind of. Yeah, you, you know who, who to turn it up for and who to sort of, you can relax a little bit more with. But He's taking this all in, so next year he'll be, like, even worse. So the ABT team next year will be even more competitive than they are now. That's good. Let's see it. Bring it. Yeah. They're doing pretty well right now. Good. I think they're three and We two. don't play uh, the ABT team until the end of the season. So, like, in August sometime. It's, okay. It's pretty late. We should do a live podcast, like, from, <laughs> from, the, from game. the field. From the field. <laughs> the ABT cool. team. And then continue it to yeah. the Rose Garden after. <laughs> yes. The yes. first time. last night. <laughs> I did not go last night for the game. The first time I was there on a Monday, though, because I, I mean, I live right by the Rose Garden, so yeah. we'll go there. Walked in. I think I was, like, literally grabbing, going to grab food. I think Holly was out. So I was, like, going to grab food, grab a drink. And I'm like, what did I just walk in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because on Monday nights, it's it is packed. swamped. Yeah, packed. Packed. But softball's kind of replaced soccer as my yeah. favorite sport as yeah. to play, anyway. To play. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's a good group of ladies, and we just... Have a good time. Have you played in any, like, adult soccer league? Yeah, so I actually played with Carly at uh, the bubble for a little while. Oh, okay. um, I didn't know she did that. Not, not anymore, I don't think, Once as far as I know. She doesn't. <laughs> um, they stopped doing the league after a while. It was, that was a tough one because it's really late at night. It's like mm -hmm. 10, 11 o'clock games. Yeah. And, you, know, you have little ones at home because it's like a mom's league and yeah. then... The next morning is not fun after that, especially if it was like a Monday and I had been at boot camp at 5:30 yeah. in the morning, and then I'm at an 11 o'clock soccer day. game. Yeah. Like it's it's a long it's a long day. But I I do I probably was in the best shape of my life when I was playing adult soccer. Yeah, I was running around like a crazy person. Yeah. So. Wow. Speaking of soccer, did you watch the uh, Catch the Girls set? I did. I watched the whole game, and um, yeah, I mean, there's some. Some really good athletes on that on all the teams, but yeah. I was bummed not to see Megan Rapinoe. Like she's a favorite. And she's like stirring it up right now. She's bit. she's good. She's really good, and you know Alex Morgan's always fun to watch. Yep. And yep. Um, she wasn't say uh, was she she was injured today, right? That's what they say. They were being a little hush hush about it, but I saw something on Twitter. Just yeah, like, something about a hamstring or something. I'll be honest, I don't follow soccer at all, whether it's like the women's team, men's team, any like, any club stuff. I just, my friends kind of make fun of me because they're like, you're just completely clueless. You're an ignorant American. I was like, I just don't. 
It's not that I dislike soccer. I just don't. I don't find it interesting. Like I'd, I'd rather. Like most people, like I hate watching baseball. Like I like watching baseball. Me too. I don't. I, but soccer for me, it just, I just, it doesn't do it. Because of just sort of time constraints and family life and working and all this stuff, I don't feel like I have the capacity to follow them. Yeah. But once we get into Certain. these competitions or playoffs, like Bruins playoff games, whew, couldn't miss one. You know, I think like those so are the only games I watch, like bigger games. Yeah, yeah and every once in a while <laughs> I'll catch None a Red Sox game, but I don't make a point to yeah. turn it on. And It's tough during the regular. I mean, that's the one thing that I've real realized once you get older and you start actually having a professional life and a family life yeah. and all that, that yeah, you really don't have time yeah. to sit down and watch two and a half hours of a, you know, a game. It's really not yeah. like a top priority. Yeah. It's nice to catch the highlights or, you know, get the um, the push notifications yeah. from your various yeah. sports apps. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's it'd be it, I, I make a point to watch some of the more intense games. Yeah, absolutely. And yep. we've been very lucky as New England fans over yep. the past decade, pretty much my entire adult life. Because when I was, I think it was when I was 18 is when Tom Brady started. Okay. When he replaced Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. And that just yeah. like. Yeah. That was my senior year in college. Yeah. So I, I was, I think, a freshman or sophomore in college. Yeah. And that just sort of like catapulted. So I was in like elementary school. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> just kidding. You're, you're younger than us. <laughs> Not by much. <laughs> so. Um, just talking about like juggling things like that, sports and personal life, family life. Yeah. How is it? And you talked about that was the best shape you were in your life. Yeah. How is it juggling fitness, everything like that? How do you how do you do that? Yeah, I mean it's it's a constant struggle, right? Like as as you joked with me, I have not been the best food camper lately. <laughs> I only said that because you. you like I know I said it. I know um, because um, you know you're constantly juggling something. So if if work is crazy, then something has to give, or if the home life is crazy because the kids have a million activities and recitals and all this games and whatnot, then then work has to give, and yeah. then, so it's a give and take constantly. Yeah. Um, but I really strive to try to keep some sort of balance, mainly because I know that I'm a better human being when I get my exercise in, or when I get to you know take the dogs for a walk. Like I'm a I'm a better person. I'm a better mom. I'm a better employee. I'm a better wife. Everything is better yeah. when I take care of myself, and I know that, so I make a point to do it. But it, it can be hard, and then there are times where I go a stretch of not coming to boot camp or uh, not running or something mm -hmm. like that, and I, I feel terrible, and I can feel it. It's like and it's like a spiral. Yeah. Like you yeah. start down that path and you keep going, and it's tough to pull yourself out of that. So it's like starting from day one all over again every time. Absolutely, and I was worried. I, I haven't been in you know a week and a half, and I was worried coming in here. I was like, oh, this is going to be hard, and it was hard. But it's never, I never feel like I shouldn't come. I'll put it that way. Right. Yeah. I always feel like I should come, that it's not like it's going to, I'm going to be judged or anything because I haven't been here. Um, and it's, it's always, I always feel better after I come in here, so. Yeah. Poked fun at, not judged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can, I can handle a little playful <laughs> teasing. But it's the ABC family, right? <laughs> it's if, you can, if you can't, you know, shit on your family. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, um. Do you Did, find, oh sorry. No, good. Do you find that even if you're not coming in here, do you find it difficult 
to continue like with the eating part of being healthy and fit and trying to keep up with eating healthier like yeah. does that kind of feel like it slides off too yes. or are you able to keep that going even though you're not working out like is that just as hard um, so I would say in many cases it's a package deal yeah. when one goes the other goes yeah but in, in my experience I need to have control over something mm -hmm. So when something is spiraling out of control, I try to maintain control yeah. in something else yeah. just so I don't completely lose it. Um, so like for a long time, I, I, for the last six months or so, I've been doing intermittent fasting mm. and uh, trying to control my sugar and grain intake. But this past week I traveled for work. And so my eating schedule was thrown off yeah, and what I really was tough. eating was thrown off because they bring in pizza yeah. or whatever. And so, that gave me an excuse to be like, oh, I don't feel good, I need to sleep in, and then I don't get up and go to the gym, and then it's like this whole spiral. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still, so I traveled Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday last week, I'm still pulling myself out of it. Like, even though I was back on Friday and I was trying to be back on track, I'm still still feeling groggy, still yeah. feeling, like, moody Yeah. Yeah. from all the junk I ate and, and all the not working out I did yeah. while I was gone, so. It's hard, it's hard to keep that balance. I feel like, honestly, it's like another job that you have just to try and keep everything balanced. And if you fall off one end, to keep it going on the other end, yeah. knowing that it will make you feel better, so. Yeah, well, and it's interesting because um, my husband <laughs> is, um, you know, he's never had to struggle with weight his entire life. Mm. He's never had to worry about it, never had to, count a calorie, be concerned about his exercise, really. He's always pretty much been in the same 20-pound swing his entire life. So we have a lot of discussions about this because I started watching my weight and watching what I ate when I was 12. Yeah. That's when it started for me. Um, so sometimes it's difficult because I'm like going, going, going over here and he's in his own space yeah. and so it's different than some like other ABT couples that we see because both are going right that they're doing it together but we're not yeah we're on the same page on so many other levels but not on this one really right. and he tries to understand what I do and does he exercise and stuff at all or is he I think he thinks that like his exercise is more like the, the physical labor around the house mm -hmm. so like yard work and playing with the kids, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He does not make like a concerted effort to yeah. do any kind of extra. Gotcha. And I think mentally too, that can make it that much harder for like you to be able to commit and to continue to commit because it's just so much easier to just give in and adapt what he's doing, especially if he doesn't have to try and lose weight and stuff. And I see that a lot where it's just easier to take somebody else's lifestyle and kind of keep spiraling out of control. Um, but you know, well, you just have to learn yourself and just commit and, and keep going. And well, and mom guilt try. is a real thing. Yeah. So like I tra when I travel for work, I'm gone for three days, and he has the kids 100% of the time. Well, and I'm not there to help, so I feel yeah. very guilty about that. And he doesn't make me feel guilty about that. It's my own yeah internal thing. And that's why I come to the 5.30 boot camps because everybody's still asleep during that time. So I can get it in and it doesn't disrupt anybody. It doesn't take away from time that I could spend with them yeah. or um, helping run the household. So, yeah. so we both work full time. 
we're both we both have three kids, so it's <laughs> you know we're both maintaining similar trajectories, but we do find interests in different places. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean it is important though to. Like you said, because when you are exercising, you're eating better. You're a better mom. You're mm -hmm. a better person. So I think it is it is important to find those those times, whether it's five thirty in the morning yeah. or whether it's you know you know some people sneak out and that work from home and sneak mm -hmm. to the noon class. Yep. Because they just you know they just need <laughs> that yeah it's my their lunch break right. Yeah. But they know that that's when they're a better person is when yeah. they're doing that you know consistently. You really have to find the time. For, for yourself, you really do. I mean, and it's, the way I look at it, it's like, if, if you're a better person than the people around you, just domino effect oh, become yeah, better 100%. people. So, sure. yeah. um, you know, I think, I think Holly sometimes gets frustrated with me that I like come, I'm here all the time and when I'm not working here, I'm probably working out here <laughs> yeah. all the time. So I'm probably the extreme case of it, but yeah. um, like I would feel, I'd, I'd be an angry person all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, my mood, if I'm off, and it's the same thing. I have the same things, too. It's that domino effect. You know, you start eating crappy. Um, typically, so what's today? So in about with the, two days after the, 20, the 20th, I'll probably go into a little funk because yeah. it'll be after a competition. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'll be like, I've been very strict for the last couple of weeks and right. the next couple of weeks. So I'll go on a little bench. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I'll, I'll, I don't need to lift today. I'll take a couple of days off. And yep. then the eating goes into it. And then all of a sudden you're like, crap. Yeah. I'm in a bad, you know, and, but <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Like crap. And then like everyone's like, Yo, you're in a bad mood today. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Well. It really, though, it has, it has always been so important to me. Like even, um, you know, right after Cora was born, Brian decided to go back to law school which was a huge undertaking, obviously. Yeah. And he was gone a lot of the time. But I was like, you cannot schedule classes on this night because I'm yeah. doing softball or yeah. whatever. I was like, I need that time. And I, and I didn't stop coming to boot camp during that time. I still came um, with the community use first and then in the gym. So be, because I understand that it's, it's so important. And yeah. I try to you know, push him to do that too. Do your own thing, yeah. go do your, yeah. whatever you want to do. So. Yeah, you need it, even if it's just an hour, you totally need it. Just, like you said, it just helps you feel better. And I saw something, it was like an Instagram post or something today that was like, one hour of exercise, oh, I can't do it, I don't have time. And I was like, one hour on Instagram. Yeah. Wow, that went quick. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> like, it's so true. It, it's very easy so to. True. Um, to sink a bunch of time doing mm -hmm. something that's not productive, whereas right. you could turn that energy around into yeah. something healthy. Right, and then have more energy to do other things. Exactly. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, cra it's crazy how that works, right? It, I mean, it's not crazy, but it's you know, the science behind it, but <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a real thing. Like the yeah. momentum, and it goes both ways. Absolutely. Right, once you get that positive momentum going, it's hard to, to stop, and it's hard mm -hmm. to like, you don't want to stop because you feel so good. And then once the reverse, that negative momentum, it's, that's probably even harder to stop. It's really hard to, to pull yourself out of yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think, I, I'm not to toot our own horn here, but I think that's one thing we, we do do a pretty good job of like, hey, 
haven't seen you yeah. without a pandemic <laughs> well, to try to pull people out. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Right. I, I must not have been gone long enough. Yeah, right. But, right. Right. but <laughs> one more day. Then, but I know. did reach out to Rachel about something the other day, and I was like, so sorry, I haven't seen you in a while. And she's like, it's okay, I get it, you're busy. <laughs> but I think that's the good thing, too, though. It's not just the coaches that are here to kind of keep you on track but other clients mm -hmm. that are feeling like oh it's okay we understand but we want to see you back like yeah it's those friendships that yeah, you get a, a group there's yeah. like the 530 crew yeah. and it's always yeah, here it's crew, so. it's little clicks like little clicks that abt right? fam yeah um you had mentioned that you started thinking about kind of weight and stuff like that like as early as like 12. was yeah. that because of sports or was that just like kind of like not to get like really really deep but, <laughs> like, but like was that you um know? you know it's 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 a hard thing to say why it became a focus all of a sudden mm -hmm. I was very active as a kid I was always active always outside always running around always playing a sport so I was not like a sedentary child um, but I was always heavy and always fighting that baby fat mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, and I was very much a tomboy too so I was uh, you know playing football with the boys at, yep. at recess and um, but I think you know we were we were growing up in a time where diet culture was so in your face mm -hmm. like the step aerobics was a big thing and power walking was a big thing and and then Weight Watchers became a really big thing mm -hmm. and my mom was always watching her weight she would um, you know, let us have our stuff and be kids, but then she would be very, um, very deliberate about what she would eat, and she controlled that very carefully. So we see that. Mm -hmm. There are role models, yeah. so we see that. And I think it was just when I became a preteen, it was like, oh, I maybe should care about this. And I, like, accompanied my mom to a Weight Watcher meeting. And at 12, I signed up for Weight Watchers, wow. which they don't let you do that anymore. Yeah, but. Yeah. But yeah, I was I I did that at and have constantly done this yo-yo thing my entire life. Yeah, my entire life. Like, and it's been like a it's been like a fifty-pound swing my whole life. So I've always fought it. It's always been on the top of my mind. I've never not been watching what I eat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I th I, I don't think you're alone there, right? No, I think there's no, a huge yeah. group of yeah. you know, and like you said, I think generationally. Um, that happened with a lot, yeah. you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of females, especially, but a lot of guys too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I got in this argument once in college because everyone was kind of talking about body image. It was, it was actually a complaint. It was in the sociology of women class that <laughs> okay. I was taking. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like that yeah. you took that. that. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about <laughs> like different images that women had to live up to, and that that was like the whole thing. And mm -hmm. you know, the the base of it was that you know men don't have to deal with that and I was like that's that's crap I was like it's absolutely crap you know they're like how, how so I was like all my heroes were like professional you know professional athletes professional wrestlers at the time growing up those guys you know those guys are all jacked and and doing all those things all my GI Joe guys and he-man guys had muscles growing out of their ears though that's what I was like right. those are my ideals looking at it it's the same you know um, the same type of thing. Yeah, I for sure. It's just that. I just don't think it's, well, you don't hear it as much with guys. It's just no, fully don't. out there with women and yeah. all that. And even today, like the things that these 
kids are going through and even adults still is like everything is on social media now yeah. so you have specific things and images that you are seeing daily now that the, yeah. that's what you're supposed to look like, like a constant and it's constant it's a constant battle yeah. and it's just yeah. it's not necessarily like it is the diet fads too because there's going to continue to go years and years but it's the images and the body yeah. image and and how they feel about themselves is what I think right now is the biggest problem. And yeah, and so that's why I worry about with my kids because I grew up in this like diet culture, low calorie, low, ev low, low fat. fat everything. Yeah, and so like I'm trying to impress upon my kids because they do see me controlling what I eat, and they're like, "Are you on a diet?" And I try to say, "No, I'm not on a diet. I'm just choosing to put certain types of food in my body for fuel." Yeah, you know, and I try to like have them look at it that way. Yeah. Like, and I never. I try really hard not to say anything negative about my my body, yeah. even though I feel it. I try really, <laughs> really hard. Yeah, it's hard because that's what they hear. Because they yeah. hear it. They yeah. hear yeah. it and they... I even had like a little uh, moment today because uh, tomorrow's Cameron's birthday, so we were doing cake tonight. And Landon's like, Daddy, aren't you going to have cake? And I was like, I really can't. I'm like, I got a competition coming up. I'm cutting <laughs> yeah. weight. And I was like, oh, like... like I want to tell them I'm cutting weight, you right. know, but it's like I'm right. only cutting weight for this competition right, right. because this And I think like that's what we have to tell them is just for this one little bit of time that we focus on weighing that specific amount. Yeah. Um, but even with my niece, like this is terrible. It made me laugh in the moment, but it's also terrible at the same time. So just a, a quick story. My, my sister's getting married, and since she started dating this guy, she put on some weight. And my seven-year-old niece was talking to me on FaceTime the other day, and it was here, and she just started coming back to boot camp. And she goes, Auntie Coley, are you going to make Auntie Jess work hard so she can be skinny like you? And, like, that's because we talk about skinny and fat and all that for seven, for her to be noticing that. I mean, we talked to her about it, and that, you know, that's kind of not what we say, but just go about it the right way but that's what they constantly hear right. is fat skinny you have yeah. to look this way you have to look that way yeah. and all that instead of just be healthy be and healthy. feel good yeah. yeah and i think it is it's a it's a difficult kind of juggling act that you yeah. do especially when the kids are involved because mm -hmm. you're setting them up like we right. just right i mean situation of like seeing your mom do Weight Watchers and be very meticulous about the way that it kind of set you up for some things mm -hmm. it did so Absolutely. it's um you know I know we try to emphasize being healthy and yeah. being active and these foods are healthy these foods you know might not be as healthy it's not you can never have this food you right. know what I mean right because um, I think like once those kids get out in the, the world real world yeah like, denying those it from yourself like, right go crazy like, or like having those things so I like, think we you know we just kind of especially with kids is we need to just move more towards mindful eating and teaching them yeah. how they feel when they eat certain things mm -hmm. and and that and not sticking with diets and stuff like that it's like if right. you feel good eating this then eat it but hopefully we can get them away from yeah. eating the junky foods. it's difficult though but it's the, so hard it's difficult to with like even going that route because you know um have you seen supersize me oh yeah so you've seen that mm -hmm. uh, the documentary maybe. it's like when yeah. the guy ate mcdonald's yeah, yeah, for like 30 straight 30 days straight yeah days. and Gross. there was a part about it that they talked about you know the psychological basically war that mcdonald's yeah. like was waged in yeah. in like the 70s and 80s ronald mcdonald yeah ronald mcdonald birthday parties mm -hmm. yeah. you know they give a you come come here eat our food and we'll give you uh, a toy mm -hmm. you know so they conjured up all these happy images everything 
you know, that you, you grew up with doing that. You, you, you like McDonald's. Like, you have a happy feeling about yeah. McDonald's. Right, yeah. When, it's like, in reality, the based. food made you feel like crap. Yeah. Right. But... And I, had, I actually had this conversation with Cora today because yesterday she did not make the best choices with her food intake. Um, she was at a birthday party and pizza and cake were offered. She skipped the pizza. Um, so <laughs> Hi, why skip the pizza? <laughs> so, so she's been consuming a lot of sugar lately and I, and I told, I was trying to get her to be a little bit more mindful. I'm like, think about what you're putting in your body. I want you to make better choices today because your food is fuel, so you yeah. want to pick things that come most, mostly from the earth. And she's like, sugar comes from the earth? <laughs> and I was like, yes, but it has been processed many, many, many times over. So it's like trying to explain cookie. that yeah. to a seven-year-old is, is pretty, pretty interesting. My, my oldest, he's 10 now, he, get, he gets it a yeah. little bit more. And they do focus quite a bit on it in school. Yeah. And it's, it's health. Yeah. It's less about you know, body image, yeah. and, and it's yeah. more about health. Yeah, which is good because, like you said, going back like a couple, you know, generation or two, they it can get dicey with what they're telling you to eat. You know yeah. what I mean? What if they start getting into? You know, I don't want to like completely like go off a government rant, but <laughs> <laughs> they basically steer us down the wrong the wrong path. Yep. You know, and how many of us like memorize the the food, food pyramid? We mm. did that in science classes. That's you, that's what you did, and, right? Yeah. You know. Um, so I don't know. I think what you like you said. I think for the most part we're on the right track. Yeah. It's just finding that happy medium of not making it an unhealthy situation. Yeah. Nicole touched on it. The social media part is so difficult. Yeah. Because I mean, that stuff's like in, in their face. That's what you know they're just seeing come up on their feeds. And then here's the flip side of that. Half of that shit ain't real, right? right? I mean, half of those girls are airbrushed. Yeah. Um, Half of those guys that are all jacked up are on, they're like, all juiced up, yeah. you know, so it's, it's... Or it's only half the picture. Something else yes. is going on there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. so... Yeah, I'm thankful my kids aren't at an age yet where social media is... They don't really care or get it yet. Yeah, um, right. I know it's right around the corner, though, mm -hmm. so... Yeah. But even for us, I still find myself sometimes being like, oh, I want to look like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, like, it's still uh -huh. hard to be like, no, but I'm happy. Like, yes. I, I feel good. And that's all that matters is I feel good. Because we know that it's fake. We know right. that it's not real. And looking at the girls and they're, like, contorting their body. I'm like, you must have been so sore after doing that, just trying to get <laughs> into that. Right? Like, posing in that specific lighting. Like, <laughs> took you, like, an hour just to take one picture. But... It's, it's hard still. Do for the gram. Yes, always. <laughs> I mean, we're in an interesting time. Yeah, that's for sure. sure. But there's a, the good news is there's a lot of good information out there yes. that, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think was out there 20 years ago. Right. But the thing is, there's so much stuff out there, it's like we have to sift through it, yeah, what's good, what's bad, and that's a difficult part. Um, so just figuring that stuff out. But there is a lot of information, a lot of articles, a lot of podcasts, <laughs> a lot of um, a lot of good books out there yeah. that are really showing the science behind it, which I think is so important because mm -hmm. it, it. I mean, you, okay, how do you argue with that? That yeah. makes sense. You yeah, know, right. you have the science there, and you know, biochemistry yep. makes sense. But um, I'm glad that we're headed in the right direction, away from yeah. the the old food pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, I don't want to say, like, I know we said, like, find that balance. I, I don't like saying uh, moderation is key. Like, I'm not a yeah. huge person on that just because if there's something that you really, really want, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
if somebody wants to really go get something, then moderation is not the key. Like right. you need Just to be, you it. need to be a hundred percent in that. So it's not moderation. Um, can you be pretty healthy? Being moderation is the key. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say that. You know, I enjoy my my beverages and my uh, pizzas here, and you know, sure. a good amount. I don't even say here and there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 here and there would elude the fact that uh, it's happening here yeah, and there. Okay. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know where I was going with that. But, uh, <laughs> so, like, I mean, do you have goals that you, you're setting for yourself now, or is it just kind of just an overall? Um, so, so right now I, I'm in the midst of a competition for okay. diet bet, which is just like you put money down, and it was the and I put it down in January to to drop ten percent of my body weight. But somewhere in there, and, I, and I, I've done it, but somewhere in there, I stopped caring about that. Mm -hmm. And I only, and I care about how I felt. And I'm like, I hate that I have to get on the scale right now, but I have to weigh in for diet bet. And I yeah. just wanted it to go away after that. Because somewhere in there of reading everything that I've read and adjusting and doing the intermittent fasting and cutting out grains and sugars, I started to feel good. Yeah. And I don't care. Don't care yeah. I don't care what the scale says. I honestly don't care. Yeah. I'm only weighing for that goal at the end of mm -hmm. July. So there's that. I do step bet as well. So I put down money to, uh, and they give me my goals. And so I you're motivated by money. So I am, right. I'm a gambler, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not very much money. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more motivated by not losing money than I am by gaining mm -hmm. money. I'm but I feel like step bet is probably a little bit more different because it's motivating right. where the other one the diet one probably caused a little bit more stress like yes. you said where you just yes. I don't want to get on the scale took but me a long step time to sign up keeps for you bet. moving keeps you going you're so. totally in control with yeah. step bet with diet bet you're not you're right. at the mercy of your body and how right. it yeah. how it responds yeah. yeah and I think it's tricky when you start making gold like it's because you start getting to that psychological yeah part of and it. You, yeah and you play with it you know that's why I <laughs> I hesitated when we do our challenges yeah. I hesitated for a long time to put the weight loss to, to put the weight yeah, loss parts yeah. in there. You know, we'll make it a component because mm -hmm. I think for some people it is motivating, but I, I don't like to make it the main factor of it. Right. I yeah. like more of making and it. And you're surprised to see when you're not focusing on the weight loss, yes. you're moving your activity to see the weight loss that you weren't actually looking for. Right. And like to be like, oh, wow, I did lose five pounds or whatever. Like it's just, you're doing things and it's not that stressful like oh my god I have to do this I yeah. have to so right. it's almost like that, that mindset of having a goal right and you have that like it, your goal might be to lose 10 pounds but it's like okay how am I going to achieve that goal yeah. you're not going to achieve that goal by like losing weight like you know what I mean it's all right what do I need to do do I need to increase my activity do I need to decrease calories drink more water yeah. whatever it you know yeah. whatever it is but you have to set yourself up it's easy to just throw a goal out and then mm. right. not have a plan for it right yeah so I go I go to five-star nutrition once a month and I get my body scan done yep. um, and I, I would say my goal there is to decrease my body fat mm -hmm. and increase my muscle mass, yeah. as always. Um, That's why I like to include that stuff, too. Right, and, and that, that is was so powerful. I don't know how many people got on the scale and their weight didn't change at all, but their numbers yeah. shifted mm -hmm. completely right. during the challenge, and that, mm -hmm. that's hugely motivating. And, right. and that really like paints the complete picture. Like, look at all the work you did that if you just stepped on your bathroom scale at home, you wouldn't see. Wouldn't yeah. see that, right? Or it happens the opposite, right? Like, somebody might have dropped... 12 pounds during the challenge, but they also lost muscle mass muscle. and gained a little bit of fat or yeah. something, you know what I mean? And it's like, 
was that yeah. really great? <laughs> right. You know, so right. or like you gain weight but you lost body fat, and people are like, but I still put on pounds. It's like, but you didn't. Because you gained muscle. You gained like, muscle. Yeah. You lost so body leaner. fat. That's what you want yeah. to do. And it's like, how do you feel? Yeah. Right. Feel how great. Do you feel? So who gives a exactly. shit what the scale says? Right. Exactly. And that, I think, is the biggest um, you know, revelation of 2019 for me, is that it's, I, it's about how you feel. I can't tell you how many times I've been a member of Weight Watchers. Yeah. Yeah. Can't tell you how many times. Like, at yeah. least six yeah mm -hmm. i've joined and quit and joined and quit i've tried all kinds of fat flush diets yeah. and all these different things and they're done that too <laughs> this is the first time i feel like i could actually maintain this lifestyle live it mm -hmm. and it, it's not it's not hard for me it's like just my life now yeah. and it's the first time i actually feel good yeah. and i'm not depriving myself and i'm not like oh my god i just want a cookie mm -hmm. like yeah. it's yeah. It's all within my control. It's about that maintenance. And it, it, yeah. yeah, and sustainability mm -hmm. and what's sustainable for you. Yeah. Right. Right. What's sustainable for me might not be sustainable for you. Yeah. And, you know, and there's people, you know, when I did the carnivore diet, you know, I did it for 30 days and then I just, in my brain, it was going to be 30 days and that was it. So basically mm -hmm. 30 days on the dot, I gorged. Um, but people <laughs> just like, I, I, oh, I went off. But, um, <laughs> But people were like, well, that, you know, that's great that you had good results and everything and felt really good, but that's not sustainable. And I'm like, for me, it wasn't, but there are people that yeah, are doing yeah. this. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like on Facebook groups, like mm -hmm. carnivoreworld. you know, whatever. <laughs> and um, there are people that have oh, been yeah. doing this for yeah. years. Yeah. Like, literally haven't had a single vegetable yeah. or fruit in years and years and years, right. and they are fine. Right. Well, um, and that's, that's the, it, what works for some people is not going to work for others. Exactly. And I, it's, like I said, I've been doing this intermittent fasting, and my, that's a hard sell for people. People mm -hmm. are like, you're starving yourself. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm yeah. controlling when I'm eating. Yeah. Starvation is uncontrolled. This is a controlled yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, but people have been doing it for since the dawn of time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a new phenomenon. Mm -hmm. It's not a new yeah. way or, to detox your body and to... Yeah. How, what's the farthest you, you've, uh, you've fasted? 36 hours. You went 36. Oh, yeah. boy. 37, actually. I was aiming for 36. I made it 37. Damn. So the farthest I've made it was like 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do 18 <laughs> almost every day. You do? Yeah. Okay. So I do, I, I start eating somewhere around 3 o'clock. Wow. And I end by like 8 or 9, 8 or 9. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not hard anymore. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm not even tanky anymore. Your body no, you're time to, to adjust. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it takes a little like. Cause here I'm like, time. if I don't eat <laughs> right away, especially working, I feel like I get very like shaky and like yeah, my, no, my blood sugar's starting to drop. Like, yeah. Teddy no, I don't get Teddy hangry. I just get very like shaky. He does get hangry, but <laughs> I don't think I could go. <laughs> like I'm hungry as soon as I wake yeah. up in the morning. And it it, it does not work for yeah. everyone, and I fully am aware. I've never actually tried it, but. You could time. do it. I think I could. It just could it. would take some time. It's a hard like, sell, though. I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, I forgot to eat today. Like, Neither am I. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. My, I have my meals timed out. <laughs> like, but my mom, she's like, you can't starve yourself. I'm like, I'm yeah, not starving, starving myself. Yeah. Like, it's And very that's the generational thing, and too. here's and, the science yeah. behind it, and yeah. I can present all that to whoever's asking. But mm -hmm. um, it, that is a harder sell than any kind of diet I've ever done. Yeah. You know, like saying, I'm not, I'm choosing not to eat in this time frame. Right. Is, yeah. a, is a much more difficult mm -hmm. 
Just to um, people in general. Just to people say? in general, yeah, yeah. Which I imagine, I mean, imagine you got a lot of that with the carnivore diet. Like, that's so unhealthy. How oh. could you possibly do that? Yeah. You know, well, look at the science and see what. Yeah, mm, and it's just like step outside. Like, it, it, I don't know. I think people are so quick to just, I guess, judge or just mm -hmm. to immediately say, like, something's wrong without even having any yeah. information about it. Or I'll even say it, you even tried it. Right. Right? Like, you're, how, how do you know? How do you, like, like have how do you, you know? tried it? Have you seen somebody's blood work, like, at, like, before yeah. or after? Have you right. f felt how, what it's, what it's like to be on that diet for, right. you know, I don't even say diet. I mean, that's another, they don't, they don't say diet. They don't say carnivore diet. They say it's a way of eating. Way, yeah. I mean, any, anything we eat is a diet. Yeah. It's just the negativity that's mm -hmm. associated with the word. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, so. I don't know. This has been a solid podcast. <laughs> this is good. It's, I tell you, it's not that hard, right? Once you start talking, it just goes. It's fun. Yeah, right? She's like, when am I on next? <laughs> right? We have the right regular guest. Um, so you've actually, you're one of our guests that has been listening to a decent amount of I our podcasts, been. right? Yeah, I listen to them. Yeah, I haven't listened to every single one. Yeah. But I catch them when I can. I'm a, I'm a huge podcast fan. Okay. So I... I auto download and then I go to my downloaded and I just yeah. go through them. All right, so good question. Who, yeah. Who's on your podcast list? My my own personal podcast yeah. that I listen to? Yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of true crime, so I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. Um, Case Files, a huge one. It's a good one. Uh, and then I've listened to a lot of the um, like cereal or um, S Town, and <laughs> so it's so funny because that genre of like podcast slash true crime, true crime, it's, is huge. it's huge, huge. I know true crime. And I don't know what that says about us as a society. <laughs> We're I all don't. just fascinated by these weird right. people, right? Or like I, I listen to a cults one, one it's all about oh, cults. Geez. Yeah, it's it's, oh, it's just cults. fascinating stuff. It's just, I was a psych major in college, mm -hmm. so it's all yeah. about the psychology behind mind. it. Yeah, so. I get into that stuff, but I also listen to a lot. I listen to the Intermittent Fasting podcast. I listen to the Keto for Women show. I listen to the Primal Blueprint, um, and then some more Radio Lab. And so you got a lot. I do. Yeah, I listen to a lot of different things. I try. I I was listening to political ones for a while, but I just had to had to close the book on that one for a while. Um, so I, I try to listen to everything. Yeah, I have a couple health ones, couple um, kind of strength and conditioning related ones, yeah. and then I'm big on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's huge on Rogan. Because I like Rogan too, because like, kind of what you just said, he kind of hits on everybody. Yeah. So, you know, he'll have different guests from all, and he's not afraid to have somebody that's opposing him. Is his unedited though? Unedited? Because it's really long, isn't it? Oh. Isn't it like really long? He so does his, for like hours. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, like his last one was like three hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're long. Yeah. With just one person, or just it depends. It could be one or two. Yeah, I mean, he does his too. He's like huge on YouTube. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of people watch his. Right, that's a whole different. Yeah, like, there's who, a lot of people who. who, does who that. There are a lot of people who do that. Who yeah. it's it's almost like a video podcast. Right. In a way, I think he does his YouTube one live. Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm always positive on that. But yeah, I was listening to a lot of Game of Thrones ones when that was <laughs> going like on. The critiques on it. Yeah, all the critiques, all the ripping tough. it apart. Mm -hmm. and yeah, that was that was fun. I, it is funny because I don't, I barely ever listen to the radio anymore. Yeah, or, I don't. Or, really, yeah. You know, I mean, I do have, I have Sirius, and I listen to Spotify here and there. But I'd yeah. say, I'd say it's probably close to like 85, 90 percent of the time now that I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah, me too. Yeah, 
I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, because I mean, even like I used to listen to a ton of sports radio, mm-hmm. and they're so negative and just so like I, I started to become the per- I thought I was going to call in. <laughs> so I didn't want to be that guy. So yeah. I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't listen anymore. I'm not going to be that guy to call in. So I didn't. So I got off that. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you can control what you listen yeah. to. Yeah. And you, you know? can pause and replay. You can actually increase the speed. I don't know if you've found that yes. fun feature. I listen yet. to myself on Is like that five how you times. <laughs> <laughs> Just go through ours that fast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I usually kick it up to like 1.2 or 1.5. Yeah. yeah I know a bunch of people that do that. Especially I feel like I wouldn't be able to focus on it. Or my intermittent fasting one, yeah. they kind of talk slow. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we can speed this up a little bit and it can be okay. Well, Holly was like the other day. It actually was the other day. It was like after one of the first ones. But she was like, it was really fast. I was like, what do you mean it was really fast? She's like, you guys were talking like super, super <laughs> fast. And I was like, Holly, did you change the... And she changed the setting without knowing <laughs> The speeds, it. yeah. That's and she was like way above. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know I talk fast sometimes when I get going. But... Uh, <laughs> So, like I was saying, you um, do listen to it, so you know sometimes we do a little word association to end yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so. was really good at these my first time. <laughs> I, not. I'm not good at <laughs> these either, so. They're not that hard. They're not that hard. I won't go too deep. I'll go one kind of like, you know, just real life one and then one funny one. Um, favorite musician? Oh. Really hard. Um, so my favorite band is the Pat McGee Band. I saw them in Bristol, Rhode Island last week. Okay. Uh, has been my favorite band since 1997. Um, Not gonna lie, never heard of them. Yeah, I mean they're a local band. Okay. So and they actually grew out of uh, like Virginia and the, the college scene there. So they bounced around to colleges. I saw them several times, but they were always in small clubs like um, you know Paradise Rock Club yeah, or yeah, yeah. some places out in Amherst when I was out there. So, um, but. Overall musician? It's tough. There's so many good ones. It's really... Could you give me like a top three? <laughs> <laughs> well, are you trying not to so, narrow it down or like... Or I'm trying... I mean... What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite genre? I, I like pretty much everything except for like R&B stuff really isn't my thing. But I can get behind almost any other genre. Like, I like the song Writers, so it's some of the pop stuff, like Taylor Swift or Shawn Mendes, like, they are really good writers. Mm-hmm. They write really good songs, so that's the kind of stuff that I really get into. Um, and I like, I do like country, you know, I love my, love my Sugarland. If I'm having a bad day, just put on Sugarland, it's instant. See, I <laughs> like country, but I'm, I'm He's very, not a Sugarland. <laughs> but I'm not a, like, a pop A country, pop country, country yeah, I know, I know. It's, well, and it, I, I can, I can like all different things, yeah. so... Um, I, but I think that it's just like whatever, music is therapy, so whatever mood you're in. So that's kind of how yeah. I too. And actually lately, this is going to be a little weird and a little strange, but I've been listening to a band called Anthem Lights, which is actually a Christian band, uh, and they do a lot of covers. They do a lot of like pop covers or, okay. um, and, and they're just, they're like a boy band, essentially. They're like a Christian boy band, so... I listen to everything. Hey, whatever. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, as long as it doesn't sink mine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Nicole, you got a favorite musician? <laughs> no. No, I don't. I don't. You really are not good. At word no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good at all. <laughs> like terrible. We should play a different game when I'm on. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> Who's your favorite musician? Eric Church. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a, a top three? Um. 
So, I mean, it all depends because it's if I'm doing like my whole life or like currently right now. Well, that's kind of how I right? was feeling. Because it kind of depends on where I was because right. the whole thing about music being yeah. like, you know, because when I was 21, 20, 21, I thought I was Eminem, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I'll find some pictures for you. Yeah. I want to hear you rap. He does rap to it pretty oh, well. Oh, I kill that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Ask, ask, we just had a fundraiser like, for Between Andy sets, Eastwood. Yeah. And, um, the DJ was playing some like '90s hip hop. Oh yeah! And oh '90s hip hop, killing it! So oh yeah! Just saying. Well, and I I was into all that too at the time. So like, the Puff Daddy and mm -hmm. and Mace. Oh yeah! And all that was very popular. But we are also like Green Day. So you had the grunge movement and Nirvana and all I, that stuff. And I love the era that we grew up in for music. It really was good. <laughs> so much. So, wait, <laughs> growing up, I'll tell you that my favorite <laughs> was Spice Girls. <laughs> Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Um, Baby Spice was my favorite, and I was Baby Spice for Halloween. I love that. That's, 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 I love that. But, yeah, I, like Jess said, I listen to everything, so I don't really have anybody in particular that like, yeah. And we've gone time. through like some like when I was in college, it was the emo movement. Yeah. So you had like Taking Back Sunday and Jimmy Eat World, and yeah. they were popular. And so we've gone through some like. Like, I knew some of their songs because yeah. they were, like, on the radio. Like, on I was radio, still listening yeah. to, like, BCN and, like, those things, mm -hmm. but I didn't, like, get into their music. Yeah. I mean? but, yeah. Um, all right. That's, that's good. No, that was good. I thought that was really good. Yami <laughs> Band. <laughs> Christian Rock. <laughs> Christian Rock, yes. Um, all right. Here's a, here's a random one. I saw this oh, on, like, some internet thing. Oh, God. So, no, it's just, it's kind of funny. Um, do you have a go-to hiccup cure? Hiccup oh. cure. It's a good question, right? It is. Um, I mean, I guess hold your breath. That's that's probably the one that I would try. That's when you go and, to. And drinking water. Those okay. two, I would say, are my my go-to. So I hold my breath and do a somersault. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it, does it work like sneezing, too? Like, if you look at the light, it'll stop you from hiccuping? Oh. I don't know. We should try that. Maybe that, yeah. We need an experiment. Somersault. Know. What if you're not in a location that you can do a somersault? Yeah, always in a location. You could do some <laughs> stuff. It's like honeydew. He gets the hiccups and he just turns. Right. <laughs> Hold on, I need to do some salt. Gotta do what you gotta get do. Get rid of my hiccups. Yeah. Um, honestly, again, it's not sinking this ship. I know, right? I don't do get the hiccups often. I feel like the last I can't remember the last time I had the hiccups where I needed to do like. Something, so yeah, like to, to cure <laughs> it. <laughs> so I'll probably, yeah. So you know what? So it's probably most times like, it's when, when you when you're drinking, right? Right. So that's probably and where there I, we go because I, I can drink summer, a lot. somersault anywhere because <laughs> I've been drinking. You have no drinking somersaults and yeah, and I. It's, it's, does scaring people really work? I don't. Uh, see, I wonder if it is like a breath thing, right? Like a yeah. diaphragm. It just holds your breath. Yeah. Like I know when. When you have like babies, you have to blow in their face so they hold their breath. Yeah, right? that's how you get them to go into water. Yeah, but also get the hiccups away. You yeah. blow in their face so they like startles them and they hold their breath. But I have <laughs> babies and I don't think I've ever heard that. No, I it works. Babies. It works. There's the baby tricks are really cool. Like yeah. our doctor, our, our uh, pediatrician showed us like a bunch of them. Like the one really? where you like, yeah, like. Just like if you touch them in certain spots, like yeah. certain other things happen. Like the one when you touch the bottom of their foot, mm -hmm. it like opens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. It opens That's or closes, cool. yeah, whatever. The, yeah. yeah. All they're different ones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, open. You pinch their nose and their mouth opens. 
think that would happen for anybody, not you just You punch babies. it in the face, it cries. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, <laughs> when you need to get you something out of their mouth this. and yeah. they won't, that's what you do. <laughs> makes them really mad, but. <laughs> My three are so different. There was, like, not one thing that worked for all of them. They're just so different. Yeah. So different. Same, same upbringing. Same upbringing, literally came from the same places. Yeah. And, <laughs> and completely, completely different. different. Yeah. Right. It's weird, actually. And they, they want us to all get along. <laughs> How is right? that possible? Like my older two, boy and girl, like, I mean, everything about them is opposites. Righty, lefty, brown eyes, blue eyes. Oh, like, wow. everything That's is opposite. Weird. Like, he is kind of the process. Like, sort of like rigid one type A and that's me and she's more of the like whatever free spirit mm-hmm. my, my son is like an indoor kid which is kind of like my husband and my daughter is very outdoor which is me very more like yeah in nature yeah that's crazy yeah it's there, and they're so different and then the little one who knows he's a tiebreaker we're, we're still trying to, <laughs> the, we're still trying to figure out he's he does have blue eyes and he is a righty so he is leaning towards his sister over his brother it's a very compelling it, argument it really is, it mm-hmm. really is fun. um this has been fun yeah this thank you fun. thanks for having me i'm this glad i'm glad to have you on i know we when we first started doing them you we kind of chatted yeah. about possibly coming on I'm yeah finally got you on because i think this is a really good episode yeah um i think i don't want to say like th- i think you're a, one of our typical <laughs> clients like that's <laughs> like you're like yeah you know and i think a lot i'm glad that you came on to do this and kind of talked about it because i don't think i don't think many other people a lot of <laughs> a lot yeah a lot of our other uh, female boot campers i don't think are interested in doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's my love of podcasts. That's what it is. Um, You're like, we can be a celebrity. <laughs> but, but also, like, I think it's important for other boot campers to know that, first of all, you can balance it yeah. with family. Um, there's no, there's only mild judgment when you walk <laughs> in if you haven't been here in a while. And it's just like, it's, it's possible to have the have the job have the family and take care of yourself at the same time and 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 that this place is not intimidating at all right so we really don't judge you <laughs> not at all we didn't talk about mini movers at all oh, oh we did did not. you want to talk about that we did discuss we, that we were going yes. to talk about yeah i know that you're kind of running up against a clock here but I don't know if you wanted nah, to discuss that at all. I run this we have thing. Plenty. I <laughs> um, yeah. So your youngest is in my middle. Middle. My sorry. middle. Yes. Right, you okay. So my my daughter, my seven year old daughter, has been doing mini movers now for the last couple of months, and she really likes it. She gets a lot out of it, and it it, it uses different motions than like her her dance classes or her soccer. Um, practices will use so yeah. she gets to explore different body movements and see what she can do yeah. so to, in people that don't know mini movers is our class geared towards our younger 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 kids so yeah. I mean what's our youngest kid now in that three like, like three almost <laughs> four. yeah yeah right yeah um, and I think the whole point of that one was I, I kind of and basically when Landon started in school um, started realizing that I didn't think that phys ed was was great anymore um just the the time that they're doing in in classes isn't enough and the things that they're doing aren't enough so i kind of thought of it as like what types of things was i doing in 
in phys ed classes and gym classes when I was young, and let's try to like replicate a lot of that stuff that mm. we can, whatever we can do here. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have the uh, those bars that came off the walls. Did you, did you guys yeah. have those? Like we, the climbing bars? No, we had the like ropes that you had to climb up. Yeah, or the see, nets. We, we, oh, we had some nets too. But we had these like bars that were like against the wall, and then they swung up, mm. and you could climb up over them. And then there was ropes attached. Oh, we didn't to have those. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we just did so much more. Yeah. Like, I was pissed. I mean, I don't say the other day because they're out of school, but um, Landon told me that they were, like, they were, like, doing something, watching a movie about, like, food or whatever. I'm like, dude, don't, don't, first of all, don't teach my kid about food. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to me. <laughs> uh, but, like, come on. Like, these kids are sitting in the classroom all day. Right, yeah. Um, it was the middle of the winter at the time, actually. Mm -hmm. So... They're not going outside for recess anymore. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what are you... I had the same issue with my students this year of not even having a teacher that was had a phys ed background. Yeah. She was a reading teacher that taught yeah. phys ed. So they did more movement and exercise in the classroom with me than they did during PE. Yeah. Like, they would sit there and read a story. Like, that's not what PE should be about and yeah. what it's that for. And it was it was tough. Because so. what aggravates me the most too is like every, every article of research, every, everything shows that when kids exercise and are active, mm -hmm. that their brains are better. Mm -hmm. yep. So yep. I don't understand why, right. why like we don't understand that, yep. why we've moved to such a, a standardized test right. based education exactly. system. Exactly, that's it's, what we're teaching of, to the test. Yeah. This, know, could, this could be another problem. Your students yeah. exactly. are at an advantage because yeah. they get that movement from you in the class. Like That's a huge yeah. advantage yeah. And for And just them. Mm -hmm. teaching in general, I see so much more of this like whole body mm -hmm. learning where you're moving and learning at the same time. Right. So like I've been taking over mini movers for the last couple months or so, and a lot of the stuff that we do, I do with like my students, and it just helps them to be better learners and more engaged in what they're doing. Yeah, well, and, and you guys do a great job because you make it fun for them. And you, I try my hardest. You change it up, you make it games. And so yeah. it, it's, in some ways they don't even realize that they're working or they're working certain muscles. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just they come and they run around yep. and It's more about things. just getting them to run, jump, skip, crawl, yeah. do all these things that, yeah. you know, actually help them develop just different motor patterns and stuff for later in life that yeah. they need to, if they are gonna be an athlete, right. to be able to like squat and lunge and mm -hmm. do things like right. that. They need these things, literally, you know. You can, tell the, you can tell the kids that walk in here when they're 12 and 13 years old if they've like, been, you know what I mean, had Have been exposed background. to some sort of things like this. Yeah. Um, so, I think that we should, uh, I think we should get another podcast going on just that topic. Yeah, kids and movement. Kids and movement. Kids and movement. Let's Ooh, do yeah. it. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise your body and your mind. That's yeah. sort of my my philosophy. That's yeah. what yes. I'm trying to yeah. force them yeah. to do while they're home with me right now. Absolutely. Yeah. While I'm trying to work <laughs> with them in the background. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's madness. It's it was not. I have a like good one work on from part. home day, and I just have just Cameron and like. <laughs> Yeah, I work from home well, every her day. Age and too is very yeah. tough too. Yeah, so Evan's in daycare, so I don't have to worry about yeah. him. But the two older ones, they fight like cats and dogs because they're opposites, yeah. and they um, don't don't like my chore list that I've set out <laughs> for them. 
Okay. That it requires them to exercise their body and their minds. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So it's a it's a constant battle every day, and oh, yeah. I will remember that next year. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to leave everybody with? No. I think it was Thanks, good. guys. I think it's a great. Yeah, I think it this is a good, good one. This is good. Um, actually, real quick note: this is actually going to be our final episode of season one. Oh, oh, season yeah. one. Look at season that. Season finale. Yeah, season finale. <laughs> <laughs> season finale. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we're going to take a, cut, a little break just uh, just because this, our summer schedule is it's a little bit more yeah. difficult uh, to record and we're all over the place, so to edit and do all that stuff. Um, so we're going to take a couple week break, but don't forget about us. We're going to work on doing things for ourselves, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so. Uh, yes. If you're listening to this one and you haven't listened to all of them, go back and catch up. Yeah. We're going to give you a couple of weeks to catch up, and then we'll kick back up. Um, we actually already, already have uh, episode one, season two already planned out. Our guests are already all go. set. But, um, so it gives you plenty of time to think about things that you want to hear uh, and give us some new suggestions, exactly. too. Exactly. Uh, Get those questions in. Drop a note card in the box. Hit us up on Instagram or whatever, um, and we'll get to your question mm -hmm. so for season one <laughs> see ya peace thanks for tuning in folks from our pack to yours don't just talk about it be about it oh!